This video, I'm gonna be sharing with you three beliefs that block the shift experience from happening. I'm gonna share with you exactly how to let go of these so that you start to experience a transformation in your life. Welcome back to another video. My name's Aaron and I help people expand their consciousness. Now in this video, I'm gonna be sharing with you those three beliefs that block the shift experience from happening, understanding that you have the ability to shift yourself to a new level of consciousness, that that exists within you right now, but it's simply a matter of letting go of what doesn't serve and having these realizations that I'm about to share with you. Now, this will sound kind of counterintuitive, but this is the actual key to experiencing higher states of consciousness. Now, let's also understand that when we start to embody higher states of consciousness, our vibration begins to raise. When our vibration begins to raise, it becomes easier for us to create what we want in our life because it's coming from a higher frequency. It is something that we don't have to try so hard to do. It also, the other benefit is that it's something that feels better. The higher vibrational or emotional set point is, the better it feels, the more love we feel, the closer we feel to who we naturally are. So, like I said, when it comes to being paradoxical, look at it like this. There is the scale of consciousness that I've shared oh so many times before. It is that of the book Power Versus Force by Dr. David Hawkins. You'll see that there's different emotions at different levels of consciousness. So at the bottom, you have shame, fear, guilt, anger, eventually you get up to neutrality, which is a big step, then eventually you get up to willingness, and then reasoning, and then after reasoning is love. Now here is the thing. Normally what we do when we think of the law of attraction, when we think of creating our own reality, is most people are creating from the identity of their ego, from thinking that they are their ego. Now the thing is, is when we look at 499 and below, that has to do, so reasoning and below, that has to do with identity with the ego. Now most people are actually creating from that of the two to 300 range, which means that they're doing it from a place of lack. They want something in their life, and the more they say, I really, really want this, they are also reaffirming in the present moment, I really, really don't currently have this. Now, the thing is, is the key to us really creating what we want in our life is to raise our level of consciousness because when we raise our vibration, not only will we feel better automatically because the emotions towards the higher end of the spectrum are those motions that feel better, but it's also that our thoughts will have a higher frequency from which they come from. I've said this many times before, but I always pay attention when people ask questions to the frame from which the question is asked. So for example, if someone says, how can I, uh, how can I attract an ex back into my life? If you're asking that question, then it's not coming from the higher states of consciousness, which is that of unconditional love, that of feeling at least love within yourself. And when you start to embody those emotions, you may find that the actual desires you have isn't to attract the ex into the life. So this is about understanding those correlations. Now here's the thing. When it comes to beliefs in general, if you wanna go a step beyond that of the law of attraction, of that of thinking that, oh, I'm gonna to try to achieve whatever I focus on, the key is making it an easier process by understanding that your beliefs create your reality. Now, when we move into reality creation, reality creation from that 
of the four to five hundred, which is reasoning, understanding what are my beliefs about reality? What do I believe to be true? Because we give meaning to things that happen in our life, a big step starts to happen. We start to create from the center. We start to realize that literally everything in our life is a reflection of what we believe to be true. So that's the four to five hundred range, which is much higher than where most people are creating their life experiences from. However, to experience the shift, now I'll explain the shift in a minute, but to experience the shift in consciousness that I'm speaking of, it actually has to do with going from the four hundreds into also the five hundreds. So the shift in general is going from all of these bottom emotions into that of the love, the present moment to who we really are, letting go of the identity of the ego, understanding that if we choose to play the game of life, which we will still do, we will do it from a place of awareness. This is where things begin to change in a powerful way because we understand that we are more than that of the ego. You see what happens is we're born into society, there's a certain type of social conditioning that goes on and because of all the social conditioning, we live in that in reaction to everything that's happening. We live in reaction to what people say to us. We live in reaction to what people tell us is true. We go to school and believe everything we're told from the school that we go to. All of these things are beliefs that we adopt unconsciously and we then identify with our ego. We become less about being present to the moment. We become more about becoming and, uh, and having something and doing something and all of these, these identity that we have with the ego. Now the thing is, is to transcend consciousness, the key is not to pile on a new idea, it's to simply observe and let go. Let go of what no longer serves, to wake up to who we really are. The shift experience is about letting go of the identity of the ego and the reaction mode. Understanding we can still play the game, but we're doing it from a much higher level of awareness. This is about waking up to who we really are, understanding that when we increase our vibration, things happen easier than ever, and the best part is we will then feel higher states of emotion because that's closer to who we are. And in those higher states of emotion, things will happen easier than ever. So that's what the shift experience is. I went through the shift experience about in 2012 is when it started for me. And within the last couple months, my whole life has transformed because I see things and I feel and I'm embodied a new level of presence. Now it doesn't, it's not enlightenment, I'm not saying I'm enlightened, but I'm saying it's a higher state of consciousness that I think that everyone has the ability to accomplish and to not even accomplish because you even see then the accomplish comes from the ego, got to accomplish it. It is something you realize by releasing and letting go and understanding that you are the source of your reality, stepping into your true power. So that is what the shift experience is about. The shift experience is that of what I'm coining and I'm terming that of a process that I am creating right now which is a practical step by step process that will help people to transcend their level of consciousness. If you want to be updated as to when that goes live, you will see a link in the top of the description box below. You click on that, you will get notified and updated when that goes live. I'll also be traveling and doing workshops around the world teaching the shift experience or helping people facilitate for themselves a shift experience which is called the shift experience with Aaron Dowdy. And that is something that's coming live here soon. So if you want updates, you'll see that in the top of the description box below. Now, as we look at this and we see all the the low the ego's identity, we see the that of the emotions that we can begin to let go of. Understand that the first belief 
that blocks us from experiencing the shift experience is the belief uh, that we are a victim. Simply believing that we're a victim, that things are happening to us because if we have the victim mentality, then we're having the victim mentality from the perspective that things are happening to me. Not understanding that we are the source of that. Now this may sound harsh, however, in reality, this is the way that it works. Our stories that we have about the way reality work will continue to control our lives over and over again. Now me, for example, many of you know, may know my story. I've explained it in many videos before, but I used to have a victim mentality. So I'm not here on top of the mountain saying, oh, you need to just not just give that up and stop you know, this whole victim stuff. I'm saying it because I was and identified as a victim for a good period of my life. Between the ages of seven to 15, I had an abusive stepmom in my life. She was physically abusive, mentally abusive, and me and my brother had no freedom whatsoever. It was kind of like living with an army general. And it was, uh, my brother and I were many times locked out of the house. We were doing chores outside all day long, and we weren't allowed to watch TV. We weren't allowed to have friends. If we got, we got in trouble for things we didn't do, and we'd get punished for things that we didn't do because the ex-stepmom had a personality disorder and she's a very angry person. So me and my brother had to earn going to school. If we got in trouble, we'd get school taken away from us. So imagine you can't go to band camp because you got in trouble or you can't go to forensics debate tournament even though you're supposed to because you get in trouble. And me and my brother would have had to sneak eating food. We weren't allowed to eat very much food so we were very malnutritioned. Uh, and we weren't, allowed to, we weren't allowed to do a lot of things that random kids would do like watch TV and stuff like that. So, uh, between the ages of 7 to 15, I felt a lot of resistance. Then 15 comes around, my dad divorces her. And when my dad divorces her, all of a sudden me and my brother have all this freedom. We're able to do what we want. We're able to have friends. We're able to eat whatever food we want. We're not, you know, we, we started gaining weight, looking healthier. We were allowed to go to school and, uh, and do activities and not worry about it get taken away from us. We're allowed to watch TV, do normal kid stuff. But even after then, I still identified with the victim. Because why did all of that happen in my childhood? Why didn't I have that childhood that most kids had? And I felt resentment. And even though that experience was over, that pattern was still within me. I still identified with that. And ironically enough, one of my first girlfriends after that experience, I was like 17 years old, had a very similar controlling type vibe as my ex-stepmom. I was with her for a couple years and then eventually broke up and ever, so then I'll explain a little bit what happened after that. But then what happened was I had a job at working at Nordstrom's in women's shoes and I worked there for five years. And I was going to college at the time and I was working there and I ended up transferring to a department and I was salon shoes, designer shoes. So it was like, it's considered one of the best departments to work at. It was all commission and the manager there was and had the same exact type of personality as my ex-stepmom. So I kept attracting into my life people that were of a similar vibration of my old stepmom who was very controlling. And this is the thing, once I learned how to heal the story, how to heal the past, until that happened, people kept coming into my life that reflected back that level of personality. Now, within a couple weeks of observing my thoughts, of observing my beliefs, of observing the story I was telling myself about the past and seeing how the past experience actually served me to transform and to get to a level of spiritual awakening, until I became aware of that, that kept happening in my life. The moment I become aware of that, within a week, that manager got fired and I never had to see her again. She was protected by upper management, so that's why she wasn't, she, even though she, you know, she was talking down to people, making people feel a certain way, it was like she wouldn't get fired because she was protected. But all of a sudden, 
She leaves. She's no longer in my life. These things start to drift away because I'm dealing with the patterns, because I'm moving from the victim mentality into the being present to the moment, into knowing that I can reframe, reframe any situation that's happened to me in the past. So the key is, is anything that's happened in the past happened and until you take responsibility for it, which may sound harsh because you may say, well, this happened to me. But you see, the story that you have will keep you ingrained into believing that you don't have power. Anything that happened to you at a certain level, you can realize that it can serve you for you to become a stronger person. Napoleon Hill said that in Think and Grow Rich, for every situation that appears to be negative, there's a seed that is planted for the potential of growth in the positive way. So a seed is planted. So the seed that was planted, even though I went through all that abuse with my ex stepmom, was that I was then able to come out stronger and become a stronger person. I was then able to become somebody that was able to let go of the negative emotion. And now I can actually help people because I couldn't really help people if I was just this entitled guy. I was like, hey, just be positive, just be positive. It's like, well, what do you know about being positive? And a lot of people assume that because I am positive, they just assume that maybe I was entitled and just given everything growing up, which is far from it. But the reason I'm a positive person is because I've, re- I've been through stuff that was way worse, so that allowed me to know that, hey, everything is great. It could be worse. I could be under the control of somebody else, having to admit to lies I didn't do, and eating almost no food, and working outside all day. So it's, it's I guess, that contrast. But anything that's negative that's happened, you can realize that you can begin to shift more into the present moment and observe it, be able to reframe and reframe anything that's happened in the past. When you move out of the victim mentality, so much in your life will begin to change. Now the second belief that you must that let go of, that blocks that of experiencing the shift experience, is actually that of believing that you always have to be right. You see, the, the ego always wants to be right. It's this belief of understanding the ego's job is just to keep you to survive. The ego's job is not to have you thrive, but it's just to keep you safe. So having the belief that you need to always be right will actually hold you back because the truth of the matter is, is the shift experience is about understanding that all truths are true, meaning whatever you believe to be true will be reflected back to you. And when you change your notions about life, your beliefs about life, you will get a new reflection in your life. So this is about being aware of that. So whatever you look around for, you will find a self-fulfilling prophecy for. Oh, this is the way people are. This is the way people are. You walk around. This is the way people are. And you say, see, that's the way. Let me justify where I am and justify it with that's the way reality works. The way reality works is dependent upon your beliefs about it. Now the thing is, is growing up, we just absorb our environment. We absorb what people tell us. We absorb the media and this is the way we think the world is. We maybe even absorb the beliefs of our parents. We adopt them. Now the thing is, is we don't gain our power back until we become aware of it. Now when we become aware 
of all of these beliefs that we have and this, this protection that our ego has to always be right, we can then see the more we will give up the need to be right, the more our life will work for us. This is not about being right or wrong or what is true or untrue because all truths are true. Whatever you believe to be true will be reflected back to you and whatever someone else believes to is true will be reflected back to them. That's why many people can have their own beliefs and that can be true for them. So this isn't about what is true, this is about what works. What is efficient? Does it work for you? Start to pay attention to the frame from which the questions that you ask are. Because when you become aware of that, you can then see that you can start asking yourself a new question. Instead of, is this true or is this untrue? Ask the question, is this serving me? Does this work? Now I'll tell you right now, the more you let go of having to be right in your life, the more your life will work for you. Because then you let go of the game. The game that you're playing, the game that things are happening to you or the game that you have to figure it all out and understand it all from the intellectual mindset. Now understand that with that of higher states of consciousness, if we let go of the attachment we have to the ego, the little ego, we realize that we are just a part of the ego but we are so much more than that. And we must let go of the attachments we have to all these lower emotions. The attachments we have to the identity of those belief systems because the truth is all truths are true. All belief systems will be reflected back to us based on our perspective. The key is to observe them and then to let them go. That's when we start to really transcend into a new level of consciousness. Now, the third belief that blocks you from experience, the shift experience is believing that you must first do something, then have something for you to be someone or to be something. So the key to this is understanding that most people go around it backwards. I can do, then have, and then be. It is actually the other way around. You must first be and then you can do and have whatever you want. The thing is, is most people are not present to the moment. They are trying to be somewhere else. The more I look over there and say I want to be over there, the more I'm saying over here isn't good enough already and I am saying no to the present moment. The ego always wants more. The key is to shift from that of the ego into being present to the moment, to being able to observe. When you say yes to the present moment, then things become malleable. But if you say no to the present moment because over there is better, you create resistance. You are then being identified with trying to do and trying to have. The key is to be. You must be in the present moment right now. That's where the power to choose is. If you have the ability to choose that which you want, it's because you can say yes to the present moment and then choose and then choose. Everything in your life is a choice. And if you start to view everything in your life and treat it as if you chose it, your whole life will begin to transform. But most people stay attached. Attached to the identity that says this thing is happening to me. Attached to having to be right. Attached to these perspectives that are on autopilot. Now when you look at that chart of consciousness, understand there's a couple big factors that really change everything. One is neutrality. When you start to neutralize your thoughts. You start to see them from, you don't have to neutralize your thoughts. Thoughts just are. We are a receiving mechanism. We are receiving thoughts. We are receiving uh, emotion or emotion we could say is the generation of what things mean to us. 
But in general, when we become aware of whatever we are picking up on, we can then see that we can observe those thoughts from a neutral place. Thoughts are not good or bad, they simply are. And when you observe those thoughts, you then start to let go of the power they have over you. That's neutrality. Now then from neutrality, we go up to reasoning and we may have and say, oh, my beliefs create my reality. I'm going to change my beliefs. But the key is not actually to change your beliefs. It is to transcend belief and to understand the truth about the game of life. The truth is you are not the ego. Most people live their whole life believing they are the ego and believing they, they are the avatar. This ego structure, the five senses, this is how I interpret the five senses through this ego structure. I understand that I'm interpreting it through that and that I can have an experience and I can play the game of life, but in actuality, this is an avatar. We are immortal spiritual beings living a temporary human experience. And until we become aware of that, we'll continue to live under the hypnotic spell of that, of the ego. The ego does not create anything new, just like the mind does not create anything new. The ego and the mind can just reiterate stories of the past, past experiences. The mind in a way is like a tape player that is constantly playing back the tape of what has happened before. The key is not to figure this all out and intellectually do anything, it's to let it all go. Let go of the game. Let go of trying to become more. Let go of needing to change your beliefs. Let go of all of that and just be here in the present moment right now. That is what enlightenment is. Enlightenment is understanding that it's all a game anyways. It is all a game and you shift into a level of being and all enlightened people are is they're just more themselves. They're more in the present moment. They are left bogged down by the tapes of the past. Even if they come up, they're aware of it. It doesn't have power over them. If you want to experience the shift, all you have to do is let go of attachment that you have to these thoughts, trying to figure everything else out, trying to be somewhere other than where you are, and instead just be present to the moment. Say yes to the present moment and know that in reality you experience a reflection of what you believe to be true. But there's also a paradigm higher than that and that is transcending belief and just being present to the moment. This is where Eastern philosophy mixes that with understanding that our beliefs create our reality. This is where the power really is. So like I said, if you want to experience the shift, that will be coming out in the next couple months. You'll see top description box below. You could sign up for it and to get updates of it and I'll let you know when it becomes live. Understand that you are so much more than you know that when you let go of that, of the victim mentality, your whole life will begin to change. Treat every situation as if you chose it. If you do that, then you will start to gain your power and start to embody more and more of your power. Understand that if you let go the necessity that your ego might have of always being right, you let go of that, you can then start to ask your question instead of is this true or untrue, you can ask the question of does this work or does this not work. If you let go of the need to be right, your life will start to work more for you and you can understand that it's not about doing and having, it is about simply being. Say yes to the present moment and see how much your life begins to change. So I'll also be doing more live Q&As on Instagram. So if you want to interact with me in the description box or right here, you'll see the uh, Instagram and I post daily content there as well. So go and follow me there if you want to interact and ask questions. 
Other than that, I hope you enjoyed this video. Feel free to like this video if you liked it. Subscribe if you haven't already. Hit the little notification gear so that you can see the daily vids that I do. And other than that, as always, peace, much love, and namaste.